Welcome to the Women of Fintech podcast series. We're here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges, and walk the talk for change across the entire industry. Today, we are joined by Suzanne Hannestead, CEO of Fintech Mundi. Fintech Mundi advises fintech companies to develop their ideas, commercialize their products, and grow their businesses internationally. They are organizers of the Financial Inclusion Summit. Suzanne is an experienced international executive and board director in the industries of financial services, financial technology, financial inclusion, cards, payments, and insurance. She is the chair of the board at Neonomics, board director at Triados Bank, Crunchfist, and Monty Mobile. In addition, she is an advisor at Mastercard Lighthouse and venture partner at Blackfin Capital. With all of this, I am so, so happy that she's here today because she's going to share her story and her many, many lessons along the way. Suzanne, I am so, so pleased that you are joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. So please, let's start. Tell us about Fintech Mundi. Fintech Mundi was started in 2015 with people from London, Tel Aviv, Dublin, and it's a vast collaboration across the nations. So we have uh, various uh, programs uh, that we do uh, with fintechs, and it's all about fintechs and getting them out to the world. So we have the get-to-pilot, those who are in the early phase of developing. Uh, we have go-to-market, those who have the product market fit and uh, ready to go further. And then we have the, the big one, the, the scale for the world. And this is the one where we really take them out to all kinds of places, uh, depending on their strategy that we help them with and how they would like to go forward. There are always a lot of things uh, that uh, fintechs uh, needs, uh, like uh, introductions to potential uh, banks or customers, potential investors, and potential uh, partners uh, in, in uh, general. So we have a vast uh, network throughout the world that we can uh, help them with uh, to introduction. And a warm introduction is always much better than a cold uh, introduction, so we all know that. And then uh, we ran the Financial Inclusion uh, Summit. This is uh, supposed to be a biannual. The COVID uh, came in, <laughs> in between uh, there. So we're planning it uh, hopefully for, for next year. This is a big uh, undertaking where we invite uh, everyone that's in financial inclusion. And we have the fintechs from the Nordic and the Baltic uh, and those who are on the ground in the emerging uh, market. So that's a, that's a given. I'm looking forward to that one. And then we write fintech reports. That can be a global one, that can be for the Nordic and the Baltics and, and so forth. Those are the, the main things we are doing in Fintech Mundi. And I, you know, I love the international element of it. I think it's amazing how you bring it all together. Tell us a bit more about what your goals are. Yeah, it's a combination of Fintech Mundi goals and, and my goals. So what we do, we, we provide expertise utilizing our trusted uh, network. Yeah. And I get a lot of excitement helping out Fintechs. That can be uh, the smaller one, that can be the bigger ones uh, and, and so forth, but to take them to the, to the next step. Usually the product side is, and the technology side is uh, more or less good. A lot of final adjustment, but this is for the what I call the intangible things: leadership, sales, building organizations, cultures. Those are the things that is usually the hardest one, and we need a balance between the the guys and the girls in in this sense. So we do everything to to help out the fintechs, and of course we have a favor for female founders and investors and the board members and, and so forth. Sustainability and financial inclusion, obvious with the introduction. So sustainability is now coming, becoming the main thing with ESG and those who are following the footprints of all the products that we have. 
financial services and fintechs can be a good catalyst in making sure it's being done, right? It's super exciting to hear the goals, but you know, how you're achieving all of them. And I love the fact that collaboration is such a key element. Can you tell us more? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coming from, uh, I'm based in, in Oslo and, and uh, born uh, here now. Yes, I lived abroad quite a lot. But with the Nordic and Baltic, I would say culture, collaboration is, is a key thing. We are small countries, all of us. We are less than 35 millions uh, all, all together. Then you come farther uh, collaborating. And of course, uh, having um, uh, transparency, openness, and, and so forth as uh, core values uh, from, from the beginning, and then uh, not as hierarchical uh, organizations, then you can get it. a lot of, I would say, trust in the, the countries, so you don't have to scrutinize everything. You, you trust the people you have in front of them, and then you go. And then, of course, coming from smaller countries, the community and the hubs are, I would say, closer, more intimate. Then the network is keen to to do all the collaboration. I will also emphasize the governments and the state. The Nordics are known for the health and school and the kindergartens and the the work balancing. So this is also a good way to to collaborate. And the the government is also putting in quite a lot of money into the tech companies and and fintechs in particular, which is good. It's all so positive, isn't it? And I think there's just so much for us all to learn from what you're doing and how you're doing it your goals and how you're going to reach them. I'd love for you to share some of the success stories. I know there's been quite a few. <laughs> Thank you. It will be a combination of uh, what I have done and uh, what Fintech Mundi has done. So when I was in Nordea, I was there for 10 years and Nordea at that time was quite big across the Nordic and, and the Baltics, close to 35,000 people. So I was uh, heading uh, the cards business, uh, the issuing, the acquiring and everything around it uh, with the Visa and the MasterCard and, and the national schemes. And then to, to take that forward. Again, what I learned, the products and the technology, usually very good and uh, quite innovative at that uh, time. So I've, I've emphasized that quite a lot. But then there was the sales, the customers, and then the collaboration across the countries uh, because I just came in after uh, the big mergers between the, the four big banks in, in the, the four Nordic countries. So that was something. And we had a fantastic growth at that time, a lot of fun in there. So I was what I call an entrepreneur in that sense, uh, helping. <laughs> so this is quite a few years. Another I would like to emphasize is why I came in before they even had a product. So it was a proof of concept we started with. And then going all the way to IPO. So the, the short line is swipe from POC to IPO. Good case with a fantastic founder straight out of school that was smart enough to, to recruit what I call the experienced people into the board and also into them. And then with the board, we build up and help this founder and his team to grow. So that was fun, 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 fun. Typical global mindset from day one. And then another one, coming from the executive, being an executive chair in in Swipe, and then eventually now becoming chair of boards and uh, board members, uh, quite international, which I really, really know. This has been a path uh, for me, and I think several can uh, follow that path. And in particular, financial service people that has been uh, working quite a lot in banks and and other financial services to look into board positions in fintechs to convey their advices and uh, networking and so forth. Then with the, the MasterCard uh, Lighthouse, uh, we have done several cases. Uh, Spen, a Norwegian uh, fintech from the southern part of Norway. We have helped them to, to really take uh, the scene in Africa in particular, but the emerging uh, market. 
that's a good uh, case. Mentioned the Financial Inclusion Summit and out of that uh, came uh, uh, Bright Products that was uh, good on the, the solar cells, small lamps and so forth uh, in the emerging uh, market. And then uh, we helped them with uh, the pay-as-a-go solutions. And eventually out of the Financial Inclusion Summit, uh, they got a pilot uh, with Equity Bank, uh, which is in yeah, the main office in, in Nairobi and um, the seven countries around Kenya. Well, I mean, this is so plentiful, all these success stories. And I can imagine that people listening, they'll be asking the question, how can we get involved? So how would you answer that? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, fintech is a global uh, undertaking because lending, payments, saving is, is all over the, the world. That's that's an old <laughs> product. We have uh, done quite a few uh, reports, so that can be something to look into our web pages and look at uh, the global, the, the regional reports uh, there that we have done since uh, 2015. I would reach out to fintech companies uh, for jobs, for, to become an advisor, being an investor, go on the board. There's so many fintechs uh, out there. This is probably the, the biggest industry if you look at uh, the investment that's being done at the industry. So you can start in your local uh, community. London is a fantastic hub, has been <laughs> leading from the start. We have it in the Nordic capital as well and the, and the Baltics. Mastercard Lighthouse is one, Startup Wise Guys, the various hubs uh, that are around there. And there are hubs all over the world. We have seen Europe, of course, has been the first. We see US is coming on quite nicely. Latin America and Asia is the most populous place or continent. So that is absolutely a place to go into. Be part of local fintech ecosystem. Be a mentor, be a speaker, be part of the, the network. And if you're a fintech that would like to scale, contact me. Fantastic. I, I love all of that work that people can do immediately to make impact. And of, of course, you know, within this world, within the financial technology space, within fintech, within financial services, the question that's on so many people's lips at the moment is what can they do better to drive workplace inclusion, which mm. will then drive forward a lot of the topics that you've been talking about. What mm. would your answer to that be? Yeah, that's a big question. That's uh, If you take the females, 50% of financial service fintechs, we're not there yet. Financial service is also very male-dominated. Uh, fintech is very male-dominated. And we have done some surveys, and 1% of the venture funding is going solely to, to female-founded uh, companies. So we have at least 49% if you want to have a balance between the women and the women there. 6% of the founders are female, so there's a lot to be taken there. And what we see, though, is that Africa and APAC is probably better than the Western society. And then you can ask the question, why is that? I think it comes out of necessity. We need work, we need money, we need to put food on the table, education to the kids and so forth. So, and I, it's also a little bit about uh, guts, I think. Females, go forward, uh, broaden uh, your network, also exploit uh, your uh, strengths and how you can take it forward. What we have seen, though, is for the financial service, or I, I would say industries as a whole, that, that there's more female board members in the financial service, uh, close to 30%. Of course, a little bit of help uh, of that you have quotas for it in the beginning. I said, is that necessary? And then I realized it's necessary to have the quotas. So, so otherwise, it's going to take many many, many hundred years to it. So that's one. And then another thing we, we see is that those who are in, in fintech, and I will also say financial service, but if you focus on fintech, is the HR a part of it. Uh, they are part of marketing. They are part of the finance. Those are the three roles that they, they step up to, to, to be a CMO, CFO, and the head of uh, HR and, and people. 
marketing is closer to where money is making. So if you stretch the CMO role to take out more to sales leads and so forth, and you're closer to the money, that would be something I encourage, in particular female employees, to do more. If you can't reach to the CEO role, go for the COO role. Female fintech employees, they have a tendency to be very orderly logistics and so forth. And we see it in boards. When you have a balance in the board that it's more financially successful and as a whole uh, the company is much more successful because you balance uh, everything so that's that's uh, one another thing we have been looking into when we made this uh, diversity radar launched yeah, in december we see that if we promote uh, the females that have succeeded building up with big companies and we see it's all over the world that uh, we can uh, take this uh, this forward so we, we uh, we put a particular eye on the female founders to see how they're doing. And quite a few, once they've succeeded, they also, of course, reach into the uh, investor. And then you get into the, the good uh, circle uh, that uh, females recruit uh, females. Uh, and then, then eventually yeah, you can get, uh, get the balance. Another thing uh, we do is, uh, besides promoting all these fantastic leaders so they can continue to be the role models uh, there, measure it. Uh, and what you measure, uh, you can see, and then you can see how, how you can climb the, the, the various uh, data or statistics that is uh, coming out of it. And that can be a demographic, that can be product segments. And we know uh, coders, mostly men or uh, young guys are, are doing the coding. And you can imagine uh, when we have more and more AI uh, coming in, then, then you have a biased uh, way of putting in uh, into the coding uh, thing. So we need more female coders uh, to get in to make that balance. Uh, policy, also a recruitment strategy, that can be retention data, that can be a compensation, that can be career progression, workplace, and the work style. Those are things that if you look into them and, and make sure that, yes, there are more fantastic females uh, that you can recruit if you look better. <laughs> And then the culture and make sure you have a culture that uh, are based on good values. So the representation, the, in, the individual perceptions and um, the awareness and visibility is there. So then measure that across uh, the globe, see, see how we're doing. And then looking to particularly uh, Asia, I would say Middle East and, and Africa, how they are doing because they are succeeding quite uh, well. So there's something for us in the West to learn from. And I think there's something for everybody to learn from in, in what you said there. Like there's, you've given so many different options, so many different solutions, because there are a number of different problems that solves this larger problem yeah. of inclusion within, within the industry and within society. So looking at the industry itself, what advice would you give to people who are wanting to be successful with it, within mm. this industry? FinTech is a global industry. So uh, all countries, all continents. So network with FinTechs, financial services, uh, investors, hubs uh, all over the world. Of course, you, you start in your, your country or your, your city uh, with these uh, things, but network is, is so important. You need to be <laughs> visible and uh, not only in the, the social media, but be visible and talk to people, learn from people because it's so much to learn. Uh, the fintech industry is evolving in a rapid, rapid way. So those who has, uh, has been working in banks and now working with the fintechs, we see this speed is going more and more rapid. So this is uh, what I call the fresh bird. You need to keep yourself updated as a board member, as a CEO, as a CMO, or whatever role uh, you're having. So network, gain your uh, education all day every day. Emerging market is growing fast with the fintech. So look outside your country. 
you don't need to be stuck in London, in Oslo or in Johannesburg. Also be all over the place and figuring out, can you scale in other countries as a fintech and beyond it? Of course, it's a global, but we have a tendency to start where we are, of course, but then go way beyond that and look differently. Look at things differently because entrepreneurship and uh, innovation is all about looking for new solutions, but also in processes, uh, where to go and, and uh, so forth. You don't need to go be mainstream all the time. Europe is uh, setting the scene when it comes to regulation. We see that Singapore and uh, Southeast Asia, they're looking to to Europe when it comes to regulation. People have a tendency to think that regulation is cumbersome. Yes, it's cumbersome, but you can utilize it. Take the, the, the positivity and utilize this to take it forward. We see that the Northern Europe, inclusive UK, is forward-leaning in, in so many uh, sets. So for us, uh, we can uh, be invited to positions in other countries because uh, we have the experience in, in so many others. And then, when the water is drizzling forward, then, then you get more experience yourself in, in that. So it's opening your eyes, I would say. Work with the best people because then you learn the most, then, then you, you step up yourself, you thrive. Of course, it, it's harder, but you, you learn much more. And if you go to companies that share the values that you have and your interest and your strength, then I think it's, it's a good possibility that you will succeed there very well. Be aware of your strengths and your interest and exploit it. Females in, in particular, they have a tendency to, to look at the things that they're not so good at, but look at the other side. What are you good at? What are you interested? And if you're interested in, then you learn more, you can get become better. Are you younger? Of course, you don't necessarily know everything and have learned everything or experienced everything. Team up with a mentor, advisor and discussions partners, so then you can learn more. And the people that has more experience, and in particular those coming from financial services or being serial entrepreneurs, they love to provide advices and tell about their experiences to others. That's a good way or a win-win, I would say, from both the younger and the older person. And I think this entire podcast has been such a win. It's been brilliant that you've been able to share so much about what people can actually do to make their their personal life more successful within the industry make this industry better collaborate better really leverage off the global wins as well you've covered so much but in a way that people can really get involved and drive this forward and that's everything that i've ever hoped for for this podcast series so thank you suzanne for joining us on the women of fintech podcast series it's been an absolute pleasure thank you nadia thank you for inviting me 